0: Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, the Las Vegas Raiders insider, part of the Fans First Sports Network. We are now bringing in a number one draft pick, 11th overall, had an amazing career playing for the Vikings, finished up in the natty. But he's a guy, I got to tell you how much I love Trey. I have said this hundreds of times. I got to meet him when he was in high school, and his mom and dad are two of the most amazing humans that you'll ever meet in your life. And when you're a parent of a big-time recruit, so many recru- parents want to make it about them, and they never did. And he got to school. He was all about his education and being the great football player, the one and only the great Trey Waynes. Trey, how are you, my friend?
2: Hey, I'm good. How are you?
0: It's good to talk to you again. It's good to be with you. Before we get started, as you know, I'm an avid outdoorsman. I love to hunt and fish. So you I cannot let you get out of here without and you didn't ask me to do this. I'm doing it because I want to. Without talking about Love the Grind TV. Tell everybody about you, what you're doing.
2: Um Man, I mean, I don't where do you want me to even start? Um Yeah, so um, you know, that came from uh, you know, our hunting outfitter, um, that's initially what, uh, started it, and, I mean, it's basically, Love the Grind TV is basically, I mean, yeah, I I really don't know where to start, um, so we started Homegrown Outfitters, and, um, you know, we knew early on that we would, you know, have success just because of, you know, the people we were bringing in, um, the strategy that we had, and, um, you know, with that success came, you know, opportunities. And one of the opportunities was, you know, Love the Grind TV. And um, it initially started out as, you know, just a YouTube platform. And um, a lot of what that was, was basically just showing, um, you know, everybody, and especially guys like me or, you know, guys that were newer to hunting and just or had questions that, you know, you don't really have to be, um or go by the standard of what hunting is and because um, a lot of people don't have hundreds of acres. A lot of people weren't, you know, given the opportunity to hunt at a young age. So it's like what we did is we showcased that, you know, you can have success with a, you know, ten acre food plot and, you know, just stuff like that. And we just wanted to show people, you know, what we did and how we felt like we were changing the hunting industry. And then, you know, off that YouTube platform we continue to grow and then You know, like I said before, more opportunities came and a television show was presented as well. So,
0: That's awesome. I got to tell you, I love watching the pictures when you take the kids out looking for sheds.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, they enjoy it. It's kind of like our adult Easter egg hunt, too, so we get a little kick out of it.
0: Well, Trey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud of the man you are, the character you are, tremendous husband and father, and I, I wanted to get your perspective because you competed against Devontae Adams. You yeah. you know what that guy is like, and I mm-hmm. think he's the best receiver in the National Football League. A lot of good ones, I think he's the best. I was talking to Drew Stanton the other day, and and um, you know, I think he's on pace to be a Larry Fitzgerald, to be a Calvin Johnson type guy. Can you give me your perspective? Because you were an elite corner that was on the field with him. What are your thoughts on Devontae?
2: I mean, I think he basically covered it.
0: <laughs> um, Wait, what no, he's, I think he basically covered it. Um,
2: you know, he's an amazing receiver. Um, you know, he's he's a, he's a good guy too. Um, because like you said, we compete, we were competing against each other when he was in Green Bay when I was in Minnesota. So obviously, I covered him. You know, quite a bit. Um, but you know, I, I think he was he was also you know put in a really good situation with Aaron Rodgers too because, um, you know, I think that helped elevate his game and push him to you know basically you know the next level I mean he was always a competitive guy probably always had that drive but you know as you saw when I was at Michigan State uh you know I I had to be pushed too you know and Quez was that guy to push me and you know I feel like Rogers was you know that for Devontae and I think that just accelerated his success.
0: I'm, I'm curious because not every guy is like you. They come in the 11th overall selection, the big dog, I mean, the best corner in the draft that year, arguably. And a lot of guys come in, and I don't think fans understand, Trey, that when a player gets to the NFL, I mean, he's already elite. I don't care if he's a undrafted free agent or a first rounder. They're already elite. But can you talk about the maturing process that defensive backs go through because no matter how good you are in college, there's a learning curve in the NFL?
2: Yeah, um I mean it was for me it was it was it was a little harder just because um, you know the style that I came from at Michigan State was very aggressive, and you know that's what they taught us you know from the second I got in the door. And, you know, college lets you play a little more aggressive than college, you know, lets you play. And, you know, once you get to the the next level, it's, you know, you can't really do too much. I mean, it's very, you know, ticky-tacky with the calls and stuff like that. So it's like you're not able to really be as aggressive. Um, So, I mean, for me, I think that was the biggest learning curve outside of the playbook just because it's like – I think it was like my first – Preseason game we had it was like the Hall of Fame game or something, and I was playing how I normally played at Michigan State, and I I got smacked with like three or four penalties or something. Like, holy cow! I was like, I was like, I'm just playing what I was taught, and you know, we can't barely touch these guys anymore. And the rules changed a little bit too, but you know, that was a big adjustment. But another thing for me was also you know learning the playbook. Like when I first got to Michigan State, I was like, holy cow, like. They threw this huge playbook in front of us. I'm like, I'm never going to learn this. But, you know, once, you know, I understood and got comfortable with the playbook, it allowed me to play faster and, you know, be able to play with everybody else on the field rather than just worrying about what I, my singular job, you know, at corner. And, you know, the same thing was, I felt like that when I got to the NFL. Like, I never got to college and I never got to the NFL. Like, yup, like I'm going to just walk on the field and, you know, just. Have success. Like, I knew there was a learning curve. I knew there was things that, I, you know, I had to adjust to. And, you know, that's kind of just how I, you know, approached it. But unfortunately, a lot of people think, you know, first round draft pick, you're an automatic starter, you're automatically having success. And it's like, well, I never approached things that way. It was always like, you know, let me understand what I'm getting into. Let me get comfortable and, you know, let me you know figure out figure it out on my end so I can have success rather than just jumping face first into the fire and hoping for the best (laughs) but you know some guys can do that some guys can just jump out there and you know off of the natural ability or just instinct or whatever just maybe they learn the playbook faster they can just do that but it's you know not everybody's the same and for me like I took you know, more of the methodical approach to things. And that was college and NFL too.
0: Trey, um, the Raiders run a defense very similar to what you played at Michigan State. They want their corners on an island. They want mm-hmm. them out there to just go out and play your spot and go. I'm curious, as a guy that did it so well that you were one of the best in America, what is it, especially in the NFL, that makes playing corner on an island so difficult
2: covering guys like Devonte. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i mean you got to think about it it's like you're covering some of the best athletes in the world going backwards and it's like we're already at a disadvantage and then you know all, with all the rule changes it just puts you more at you know disadvantages so it's like it's, it's, it's already a hard position in itself. And then you just add a whole bunch of other factors into it that just, you know, aren't in your favor. It just makes it a lot more challenging.
0: Mm. Hmm. Just one more question from you talking to Trey Wayne's 11th overall pick in the NFL draft. Great career with the uh, Minnesota Vikings and the Cincinnati Bengals. More importantly, a great guy, even a better guy, awesome parents, great husband, great kids. Trey, for you, when you're talking to a lot of young corners, and the Raiders have a lot of them, Mm -hmm. and you're giving your advice because you're a guy that played a long time, you played at a high level, what what, what are some things, if you were talking to fans, giving them advice about, hey, letting guys develop, what are some things that you look for that you can say, okay, this guy's young, he's going to get better, but this, this, and this tell you he's going to be really good?
2: um well there's a lot of that was a loaded question um (laughs) I guess I would say well for one I don't really talk that many corners because you know I always said once I'm done playing I'm getting away from the game just because it's so hectic and I like just you know being being normal being at peace kind of doing my own thing you know because even when I played I didn't hate it I hated the spotlight I hated the media like I hated the attention like I just, you, know, you know, remember I had I to just, interview yeah, you
0: every day yeah. <laughs> and I'd walk up I know, to you and yeah. say, Trey. And you're like, man, today, Hondo, please.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so, I mean, I guess for the fans, I mean, yeah, whatever I say is not going to matter because fans are going to think what they want to think anyways. And they're all couch quarterbacks. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would just say be patient, man. Cause it's like, like I said, it's, it's not an easy thing to do what we do. Um, because if it was, everybody would do it, you know? Right. And it's like, you know, some guys take a little longer to develop. Some guys don't. Um, you know, I mean, what, Aaron Rodgers sat at the bench for, what, four years before? Yeah. You know, so it's just like know. not every – yeah, and like I said, like just because you get drafted doesn't mean you're going to be a day one Hall of Famer, you know, or a Pro Bowl or whatever. But, you know, that's like my thing is like I'm never really too critical when I watch – you know, any sports now, because, you know, I know, you know, what a lot of those guys are going through and, you know, the sacrifices they're making. So it's like, you know, besides, you know, dealing with stuff, you know, in their particular sport that they're playing, I mean, you know, we're people too dealing with off the field. So it's like, yeah, you know, just because, you know, one of your draft picks isn't, you know, initially what you thought they would be doesn't mean they can't pan out to be. But fans are so quick to write players off the second they don't see immediate success. You know, exactly. I mean, but like I said, it's kind of expected, especially coming from people that haven't or don't play the game or understand really what all goes into it. Um, so then I guess, what was another question? What, how can you no, tell? I was
0: just asking you and, and you answered it. You know, I, I'm trying because oh. I've tried to explain to fans a lot you know everybody is good that gets here. You know, you'll you'll see fans sometimes. And again, I'm not ripping the fans. I say this all the time. They're the only ones that pay to go to the games. You got paid to No, be we there. Pay got to pay too. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't get free and,
2: tickets. We only get two free tickets. So if other family wants to come, we got to pay for that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and but I always tell them that I I think it's you got to understand, you know, a guy may not be playing as well as others but they're not making starting corners or quarterbacks or running backs that hang on trees. You got to develop them. The best franchises Mm -hmm. develop them, don't they?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you you get some exceptions, but, I mean, not everybody's a defense. There's either, you know. That's
0: true. All right, everybody, listen. Homegrown Outfitters, you got to check them out. Go find them on Facebook. Go find them. It is awesome. You're going to love it. Check out True Grind TV. I just got to ask you real quick. I've got 46 mounts. I think you probably have a lot more than me.
2: No, but, you said mounts.
0: Yeah, I have 46 got, mounts.
2: No, you're crushing me. Like I didn't, I didn't grow up hunting. Like I, it's not something I grew up doing. And you know, when I started, you know this this business venture, like I was still, you know, playing football. So, I mean, you know, hunting season is during football season. Yeah. So I had like start. no time to even go until. No, I actually retired. So, I mean, I got a couple. I don't got 46. I'm trying to catch up, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a bear, moose, elk, caribou. I got them all, brother. I'll send you some pictures. It'll there be, you go. Be fun. You got to outdo me now, okay?
2: Uh, I'm trying.
0: All right, I'm going to have to swing up there, and, and I want to get a big buck off one of your properties. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd yeah, no, no, that
2: would be sweet. We actually, right, just
0: got,
2: we actually just got our uh, bison mount today, so that was pretty cool.
0: I saw that. I saw that. That was beautiful.
2: Did yeah, you was, did you that was, was nice. that one
0: you took? Yeah. Yeah, I took it last
2: summer, actually. Yeah.
0: Good for you. Oh man, I'm so proud. Listen, Trey, I've known you so long. You I've told you this a hundred times off camera. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of the man that you are, the father you've become. I love watching, you know, you and, and how you interact with your kids. And but it goes back, your parents, two of the most amazing parents I've ever met. Came from great stock. Your wife is just the same thing. What a sweetheart of a lady. You're truly blessed. I I appreciate you and your friendship.
2: Thank you. Same.
0: All right, buddy. God bless you. Talk to you soon. All right. There is the great Trey Waynes. I'm telling you, folks, great player, better guy, just an awesome human being. I just love him dearly.
1: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
0: this has been a las vegas raiders insider production on the fans first sports network